Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> I hope everyone's doing well as usual and is having an amazing time, you know, like, you know, not like as in like going out and stuff, but just, you know, doing good, feeling aligned, you know, feeling grounded and all that good stuff and, you know, just making stuff happen for their, uh, for your life while, you know, we're going through all this, you know, just because we're you know, some of us are locked in or we can't do like clubbing and stuff. I mean, there's always ways to create, you know, like do things you've always wanted to do, you know, just to make your life feel good and feel productive. But of course, as you guys know, this is part two of the Aquarius um, special episode. Um, It is the Saturn in Aquarius. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've tried to record this this episode like twice but um I don't know I just I wasn't feeling it and it's it's a very long chapter to be honest and it's like I think a little over 20 pages um let me go ahead and tell you the book I'm reading from again it's the Astro Twins 2021 Horoscope by Afira and Tali Ida I'm sorry if I butchered that but that's who the authors are um yeah, it's it's just the highlights of the Aquarius energy. Uh, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, that one was regarding uh, Aquarius and Jupiter as well as Pisces, because of course, um, I mentioned in the episode that Aquarius will be in Jupiter and then Pisces will be in Jupiter and then Jupiter is going to go in retrograde and then go from Pisces back to Aquarius and so forth. <laughs> so it's going to be kind of jumping between air and water, air and water, which is going to be quite interesting. And to hear the highlights of what you can expect for that, please go ahead and listen to that episode. But uh, this one is all about Saturn. And I don't know what it is, you guys, but Saturn is actually the theme of my month this month and Saturn and Aquarius to be exact. And Saturn is... <sighs> How can I say it? Saturn is very, um, I'm just going to go ahead and say, uh, it's boring. It's very boring to me. Um, Maybe I need to read more on it as a planet and not really the sign, but, you know, I also, you know, study um, medical astrology and Saturn is not really, (laughs) it's not a good planet to deal with. It's actually a lot of, you know, the planet that we look to for maladies in the body. And, you know, it's just a very serious planet. You know what I mean? Very serious. It's all about hard work. You know, it's restrictive. It's not really uh, flexible. It's cold. Um, It's just very serious. And, you know, part of the theme for my month um, is, you know, to use it to study because it's also in Aquarius and what what better it's, that it's actually in this and it's Aquarius season so um yeah I use this time to just study as I've mentioned I believe but yeah it's just it's just not a fun planet no you know you have like Mercury who's all into like learning you know new things and then you have Venus that's about you know like self-care and love and art and music and you know all that kind of stuff Neptune 
you know, magic and mystery and all that good stuff. But then you just got Saturn and I was just like, yeah, sorry, fun's over, guys. Time to, you know, get back to work. It's that kind of thing. Um, but I mean, you know, all planets benefit us. Like I said, like, at least with Saturn, you get shit done. You know, you continuously work on what you need to work on so that um, you can actually play eventually. And, you know, you're, you have... Uh, order and everything else so but um, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into it Um, the Saturn Aquarius uh, it says revolutions in technology finance and citizens rights will change the structures of our lives for the next two years and beyond so Saturn will be in Aquarius for um, it said March 21st to July 1st of 2020, which has obviously passed, so we got a glimpse of it, um, and it went back into Aquarius, of course, starting December 17, 2020, and then it lasts till March 7, 2023, so this is going to be a lot of, like I said, revolution, changes, and everything as a collective, so let's go ahead and jump into it, it says, Backed by unpopular demand, it's border cops, Saturn patrolling the graffiti-lined streets of Aquarius land. From March 21st to July 1st, 2020, we got a glimpse of what happens when the planet of restrictions tours one of the Zodiac's most social and revolutionary signs. Humans distanced, we sheltered in place, we quarantined, and yes, we socially restricted ourselves, a synonym for Saturn and Aquarius, if ever there were. So yeah, you see the restriction, all the restrictions we had last year, which started around, I I believe, March um, to July. I mean, it was hard and it still kind of is hard, but at least things are kind of opening back up just a little bit, you know, Um, but yeah, it's not a fun planet, okay? It has its benefits, but ew. No, like seriously, um, it's part of the solar system, so of course, yeah, it's it's there, but yeah, anyways. <laughs> we found new ways to connect through technology. We signed up for webinars. We kicked ourselves for not buying stock in Zoom. We picked up Chromebooks from the school district and played amateur teachers while our education professionals struggled with limitations of Google Classroom. We enrolled in TikTok University and made awkward attempts to crush the Savage Challenge, led by Aquarians, Aquarius Megan the Stallion. For some reason, I thought she was Sagittarius, but I think maybe it's because I confused her with Nicki Minaj, who is a Sag. So. We marched for social justice. We protested. We wore our masks or rebelled against them. We parsed through conspiracy theories or were, or were they? about germ warfare, 5G networks, deep state satanic cults, and oligarch-funded vaccines. We set up autonomous zones and encampments in major cities. We jumped in our our trucks and showed up with our guns. We empathized, we militarized, we polarized. And here we are entering 2021 with global societies so fractured that all the king's horses and all the king's men ain't putting this beast back together again. And maybe that's the point of this exercise. Aquarius is the utopian idealist of the zodiac, a sign that thrives on equality, community, and the principles of one love. Espoused by Barb Marley, a legendary water bearer, 
Kings have no place when Aquarius is at the helm, unless they're being moved across the chessboard of an outdoor street match. Besides Grandfather Saturn, and Aquarius doesn't do chess. In 2021, he'd rather play Go, the world's oldest strategy game, which was invented in China 2,500 years ago and remains popular today. Over the past five years, planets strengthened the powers of the billionaire class, a trend that we see continuing from 2017-18 to the lunar node Lunar North Node took a royal possessional down, Leo's red carpet, along with a series of eclipses, including the sky-darkening Leo solar eclipse of twenty of August 21st, 2017. This powered up the palace intrigue, staunch Saturn floating through its own homecoming parade in its native sign of Capricorn from December 19th, 2017 to December 17th, 2020. All systems ruled by Saturn and Capricorn were fortified for much of this journey. The patriarchy, governments, corporations, corporations, and the economy. Whoops, my bad, guys. Yeah, so um, I can't remember that Leo solar eclipse. I was at work. I was in a meeting, um, or training, rather, about, uh, you know, like, the different things we were going to do for mental health and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, it's almost time. And luckily, they decided to let us have, like, a quick break during training. And I was able to take a picture of that eclipse and it was just beautiful I I love you know eclipses and everything it's just amazing especially solar eclipse very amazing to me anyways uh, then along came 2020 crash and boom as evolutionary underlord Pluto and expansive overlord Jupiter caught up to Saturn in the sky the three planets commingled in Capricorn for the first time since 1285 AD Everything systematic that fell under the sign seemed to go off the rails in 2020. Our own forecast of Black Swan event, which appeared in last year's edition of this book, came hauntingly true. Special thanks to Astro Style and House astrologer Matthew Swan for that prediction. And here we are. While Saturn tours Aquarius until March 7, 2023, we will all be navigating its paradox. How can we smash through the rules while adhering to time-tested principles, unleash our rebels' individualism while fostering communities based on equity and accessibility? We have two years to unpack this riddle, which is bound to bring more incendiary uprising and backlash that we've already seen. Okay, so that's the end of that one. So... I'm going to go ahead and read the descriptions of each chapter um, so that you guys can be able to follow through with me. So um, also, if you want to purchase this book, don't hesitate. Um, It's a horoscope book. Um, I don't know if I mentioned last time, you guys, if I repeat myself, I'm so sorry. My mind goes at 5,000 miles per hour and I forget uh, because I... I like immerse myself in a lot of things to do. So <laughs> if I sound like a broken record, I'm so sorry. Um, but um, basically, um, horoscopes are, eh, they're okay. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I, I have, I have like, a, I think it's horoscopes daily or something like that on my phone for, um, for myself. Um, I don't really use it as often because I feel like horoscopes, there's sometimes like where I'm reading it and it's of course based on sun sign only. And it's just kind of like off in my opinion. 
I'm like, eh, it's not actually how I'm feeling today, or eh, actually this has not happened, you know what I mean? Uh, so what I usually do to try to make it as accurate as possible is I read my sun, moon, and rising in the horoscopes, but horoscopes are very, you know, like I said, they're only focused on the sun, and to me, the sun, it's it's important, but it's to me, it's not as important as the rest of the chart, you know what I mean? It's like the tip of the iceberg, pretty much. All all the planets are important, you know, it's part of the personal planets, but I feel like, you know, you have to look at moon and rising and even Venus, Mars, and, you know, Mercury, as far as the personal planets go. You can't just focus on one sign because, like I said, I'm a Libra, but there's things that I do that are not very Libran. I'm kind of like an anomaly Libra. Um, I, I'm just different. And, you know, to what they always say that, oh, Libra's this and Libra's are, you know, shopping and only care about being pretty and only care about being the center of attention. It's the complete opposite for me. So that's why I know it all, like all of that, all my planets play into how I am. That's why I love astrology because it really, like learning all that stuff really helped me be like, oh, that's why I I never felt, you know, like a Libra. And even um, I've had friends who like, they're like, you're a Libra? You don't seem like it. Like, especially I had one that was one too. And it's just, we were complete opposites. It was weird. So yeah, anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. But yeah, so I was thinking about incorporating this book, though. Uh, maybe the horoscope ones might have to start in Pisces season, maybe, if I have time. Because, you know, Aquarius season, I have a, there was like a lot for this season this time because of, you know, Saturn and Jupiter. And um, I also want to, you know, I'm a, this is a kind of like a astrology relationship podcast, you know, so I have to do the relationship and sex part for Aquarius season. So I'm sure a lot of people, oh, a lot of you guys respond the most to those, um, to those uh, episodes. And same with the wellness, you guys respond a lot to that. But usually kickoff seasons are like kind of the least listened to, which I understand because it's like very short and basic. But a lot of people are really interested in the sex and the relationship part. So, you know, keep it going. Anyways, so this chapter here is it says Saturn Uranus squares, which will be global disruption and the digitization of reality. And this will happen February 17th, so next week, June 14th, and December 24th. So I would advise you guys, if you're really into predictive astrology, um, this is what this book kind of is. I don't practice this kind of shit because it's, you know, it's just to me, I think you're kind of playing with fire with that. But if you're skilled and great at it, by all means, do you, boo. So, but yeah, write down these dates. Um, I, I do like that we're reading this because I'm, I'm going to love to see if any of this stuff really happens. So that's why I said, uh, make sure you write it down so that you can kind of look back and like, oh, it, that book said that, you know. Anyways. So that's February 17th, 20, all this is, of course, in 2021, June 14th and December 24th. Let's jump in. If there's a palpable tension in 2021, much of it will be supplied by a standoff between structured Saturn and change-making Uranus, the co-rulers of Aquarius. These planets may be next-door neighbors, but they're in the hate-filled and McCoy of the solar system. 
Each possesses a valid claim over the water bearer's realm while enforcing contrary agendas. Think square peg, round hole. Providing for many of our most vexing and intractable problems and three times in 20, 2021, they'll lock into a stressful square, a 90 degree angle. Or if you, if you guys don't know um, what a square is, it's, it's, it's an aspect, obviously. Uh, grappling for the upper hand. Before Uranus was discovered by telescope in 1781, Saturn was considered the galactic guardian of Aquarius, which is what we still use for medical astrology. Uranus is its modern ruler. That means water bearers have two celestial sentinels, quirky sides spinning Uranus and disciplined Saturn. Quite the contrasting energies. Perhaps that's why Aquarians possess such range-flipping from metaphysical wizards to science-bound empresses. This year, the contradictory push-pull will express itself in every zodiac sign's life and also in world events. Can change happen when a collapse of key infrastructures? Can order be kept without suppressing the voice of the people? Saturn and Uranus square each other roughly every 14 years. Historically, these tumultuous standoffs can force deep structural change in society, often involving widespread disruption and destruction. As suppressive Saturn tightens its authoritarian grip on freedom fighter Uranus, a war between chaos and control erupts. Like in an earthquake, the stable ground beneath us is left shaken. Later, we must rebuild the, the rubble, but plainly Saturn wants law and order. Uranus wants change at any cost. We've been feeling this since the two planets began their dance in January 2020, bringing everything from economic shakeups shake to the global COVID-19 pandemic to sweeping Black Lives Matter protests. As the Saturn-Uranus tension reaches ahead in 2021, society is embroiled in heated efforts to change the system. Saturn through Uranian protests, citizen uprisings, and attempts to redistribute rights and source resources through the greater population. And then um, that's the end of that. So the next one is the Economy America 2.0. And then it has a disclaimer, so I'll go ahead and read it. The disclaimer is, the information in this book should not be considered professional financial advice. All writings on this site are purely based on the author's opinions and are intended for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a certified professional financial advisor when considering any investment or financial decisions. So yeah, this sounds like it's going to probably be like, maybe we have to be like very tight or budgeted with money um, for this because this one's quite a big um, chapter with this one. Okay, so it says, Saturn and Uranus were square from 1929 to 31 during the initial stages of the Great Depression. Shortly after the 1929 U.S. stock market crash, when stocks lost 90% of their value, Saturn and Uranus began squaring each other in lockstep for two years. At the 2008 Great Recession, another time of profound economic turbulences, these two outer planets were embroiled in an opposition. As 2021 begins, Saturn and Uranus are back in a square aspect, a conflict intensified by their position and the staunch fixed signs of Aquarius and Taurus. It's conceivable that an avalanche of negative events, sentiment could pierce the current Wall Street, everything bubble, echoing the Great 29 crash by eventually consuming every index and currency market on the planet. 
When Pluto makes its grand return to 27 degrees Capricorn in the U.S. needle chart on February 21st, 2022, Saturn and Uranus will still be square. A double impact will fill through all of next year. Great. <laughs> As Lord Pluto completes a 246-year revolution around the sun, isn't that crazy? Like, imagine being on that planet. If Earth was like that, you would never, ever see or feel, you know, the, you know, the earth making the whole, you know, its whole rotation around the sun, that would be odd, like, it would be no, no person would ever see that, like, never, that would be weird, anyways, his arrival could, could cataclyze this domino-like collapse, unleashing a national disaster that includes armed civil conflict between various polarized social groups vying for social dominance, ugh, Uh, That would be horrible. You know, I just, I really hope everything can just work out peacefully. Interestingly, the world disaster originates from 16th 16th century Italian word disastro, which means an ill-starred event, dis apart from an astro star. The the etymological omen to prevent a crisis aligned with the patterns of the stars. In this cosmic unfolding, which will extend through 2022 and accelerate into 2024, dynamical and mathematical forces will likely compound overlooked stress points in the economy. These could include municipal bond downturns, unavailable shipping containers, declining commercial real estate values, including REITs, corporate insolvencies, and eventually unfunded government liabilities plus a wave of sovereign bad actors taking full advantage of the dystopic atmosphere. The Saturnian, okay, the Saturnian delveraging of the economy set against the Uranian volatile conditions will impact the growth of the country well beyond 2024. There's also the likelihood of large-scale populist strikes emerging by 2025, protesting the liquidation of America. This continued platonic deterioration will be able to trace its organs to three unambiguous signals in the autumn of 2019. The October outbreak of the coronavirus in Wuhan, the Wall Street repo market collapse, and the death of the WeWork unicorn, all of which provided for the initial minuscule moment shockwave of March 23, 2020, when the Dow index fell from 29,568 to 18,213, an event that Astro Style reported upon that time, at that time, given the gravity of the collapse. The retesting of this March 2020 law would... Parallel the 1929-31 second year crash. If markets follow the patterns of 2008 and 2019-20, a crisis in 2022-2024 will result in the U.S. Reserve again pumping trillions of stimulus dollars into the economy in an attempt to keep it buoyant. And to this inequity, new questionable concepts about the utility of money will be circulated. In economic circles, what's known as MMT, Modern Monetary Theory, Essentially, MMT aims to replace the role of the Federal Reserve Central Bank to control inflation and employment with a fiscal policy steered by the government and in all likelihood featuring UBI, universal basic income, to maintain money, velocity of our in- economy. I'm sorry, this is so weird because I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not at home. I mentioned before that my house is almost finished, and so I'm at a park in my car and people are looking at me like uh 
why is this bitch talking to herself? But no worries. But it's just it's just kind of funny. Anyways, can we have faith that the U.S. Congress will do better than the Fed or disengage from its endless polarized strife to responsible to responsibly let lead the global economy? MMT's many critics point out that its fiscal policy for inflating our already unmanageable national debts past the event horizon of a debt black hole and to fiscal oblivion with no hope for recovery. Will foreign nations accept the U.S. saving itself with their countries? Unable to print dollars, sink into depression? From the rest of the world's perspective, the U.S. economy is Frankenstein monster being kept alive by Federal Reserve stimulus and corporate stock market buybacks in illegal practice until 1982. In such a scenario, which will extend from the present to 2022, then accelerate into 2024-2025 margin, Call trading requirements will force many investors to sell off all their assets in a scramble to raise cash before the market hits bottom. Deep-pocketing investors and large institutional players watching from the sidelines will no doubt wait for the bottom of the market before moving in, reconforming the ancient Wall Street adage. Buy, buy low, sell high. From there, we'll see Bitcoin skyrocket along with safe haven assets like gold and silver. You guys, I, I hope this isn't scaring you. But I just feel like um, just take this, you know, as things to look out for. Um, This is kind of why I had a hard time um, reading this chapter because it's kind of depressive. Um, But we got to be aware that, you know, things kind of have to fall apart to get better. And this, to me, is making a... You know, Pluto, as it said, is in Capricorn, you know, hardworking, all about making money, hustle, hustle. And it's almost near its end. Um, I don't, don't quote me, but I believe we will officially be in the age of Aquarius. Um, I want to say in 2024, um, Pluto will officially, I believe, be in Aquarius. But don't quote me. Maybe I should look that up before I said it. But um you know, things have to fall for things to get better. And the things that I worry about is I hope that we, I hope that it could be done in a more not so violent or, you know, where people are going to get hurt or people are going to, you know, I just really, I just pray that that doesn't happen, you know, so let's continue. Since Pluto is associated with generational wealth, especially as it transits through Capricorn, the sign of long-held family assets, vast fortunes will be made. The take-all winners, those who are positioned to capture the largest wealth transfer in global economic history after a massive deleveraging of the U.S. economy. The disconnect between the stock market and the rest of the economy has been a future of the U.S. economy since at least the 2008 financial crisis, promoting calls for reevaluation for the role between the Federal Reserve, Central Bank, and the markets which have diverged with such force that it can prompt us to question whether we have free markets at all. Nonetheless, the Fed pumping the markets with stimulus could incredibly cause a rising stock market, perhaps surpassing the psychological barrier of 30,000 plus Dow points before eventually succumbing to a market contradiction con- contraction. It's likely that this melt-up would bring no growth stagflating forces to bear on the U.S. economy with inflation inflation, oh my gosh, inflationary pressures exerting more destabilization 
on the lives of consumers before reordering of the economic system is mandated. Remember, previous market highs were the order of the day before each catastrophic crash. Is there hope for America ahead? Perhaps our future is also guided by Uranus, the planet of electric, genius, and the estimated 100 trillion electric vehicle market. No doubt your purchase will be transacted with a digital currency itself ruled by Uranus, too. It should be... It should be no surprise with the eventual preeminent reserve asset will be governed by Hardy Capricorn. Bitcoin, which minted its Genesis block on January 3rd, 2009, is a tough decentralized goat while also being ruled by the shrewd rat, the first of the Chinese zodiac signs. Bitcoin, unlike government-issued fiat currency, is a digital currency that is no subject to central bank manipulation or devaluation in financial parlance. Bitcoin is hard, which is why it's poised to be coveted by individual companies and countries alike. As the ultimate reserve asset in any portfolio, we find ourselves deep in the Aquarian financial winter. To me, that scares me. Um, that's just my opinion, because I feel like if everything becomes like a cryptocurrency, um, this is just my opinion, but I feel like we're going to end up losing our rights to our own money, in my opinion. I just do. That's my opinion. Um, call me crazy if you want, but it, I just feel like, think. I mean, just think about it. We put everything into that. Let's say hmm, you owe the government, or let's say you did something bad, or let's say, actually, let's just say there's something that the government wants you to do, right? Like for, let's say those of you who, you know, like people who don't want to get the vaccine, right? Let's just say we have cryptocurrency and you don't want to get the vaccine. So the government's like, "Mm, well, they just decide and we don't know what the rules will be by then. Oh, if you don't get the vaccine, you don't have access to your money. And they put all your money on hold. You can't pay rent. You can't pay bills. And you basically have to go against what you yourself believe believe in to be able to live your life. Doesn't sound fun, right? <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a way to get people to do a lot of things that they don't want to do. And that's why I'm not down for it. I, I, I want to be able to keep, you know, things that, you know, like to have my own freedom with my own money. I don't want someone being able to just lock my shit up because, oh, you know, you have to be with the majority on this one, you know, fuck that shit. So that's just me, though. You know, I'm crazy. I'm, you know, (laughs) not crazy in a bad way, but it's just like, I just read between the lines and I have a very open mind and I think at how things can go great and how things can go bad. You always got to have that in your mind. You just don't want to just impulsively trust everything that's told to you or else you can easily be duped, you know. Anyways, let's go ahead and continue. In this charged financial environment, stalwart must have comedies plus a basket of rare earth elements to name a few may be so difficult to come by that they increase in price due to supply chain disruption. The term supply and demand will make itself known again, topping off foreboding meaning with every new lockdown from continued seasonal waves of the COVID-19 virus. This volatility could easily send fragile nation states into regional warfare, 
per Astro Styles March 2020 prediction. The current war between Armenia and I'm gonna butcher this as Azerbaijan is one is one such hot zone that will typify impending conflict spurred by the ongoing global fracturing. As the world teeters at the precipice of imminent change, we again forecast a restructured global financial system, one that's on par with the 1944 formation of the Bretton Woods monetary system and incorporate incorporate incorporates emerging blockchain technology. The question, will it be administered by the U.S. Federal Reserve or a larger global entity such as IMF? Of course, there is a probability that an extended no-growth period lasting a decade is our financial lot. Two, one one that mirrors um, the perpetual flatline of Japan and its 30-year balance sheet recession. A long period of stagflation, persistent high inflation paired with high unemployment rates and low or stagnant demand. It's a grim possibility after the dust settles, given our catastrophic debt levels and global encumbrances. In the second half of this decade, after the U.S. completes its plutonic restructuring and the icy dwarf planet enters Aquarius, ooh, I was right, from 2024 to 2043, yet nearly 20 years, changes can occur in a zeptosecond. The United States will have the opportunity to revisit the de- and determine its core values as we move into our high-tech future, prompted by the deglobalization occurring now. In this view, it's likely that technology sciences will lead us into the age of Aquarius, where the material becomes immaterial and te- technological and trans- transis- transcendental revolutions away. Yeah, it sounds like life as we know it will be completely different. Um, and that's okay. Maybe it could be for the better. So, yeah. Anyways, just as when we wrote about 2020 back in 2019, we could not foresee how the dynamics would exactly play out COVID protest lockdowns. Only time will tell how these historic patterns will specifically unfold in 2021 and beyond. Preparations is the best antidote when, when outer planets crash which is why we've chosen to include these stark predictions. As 17th century Enlightenment philosopher Baranch Spinoza said, if you want the present to be different from the past, study the past. Accurately, astrology is not only about seeing the future, it it demands that we understand history and its cycles as well. Planetary history also teaches us that the American Civil War erupted when Saturn was similarly squaring Uranus in 1861 traveling to know in a year where this seems like a distinct possibility complicating matters saturn is in rebellious aquarius until march 7th 2023 the zodiac sign that's ruled by uranus meantime destabilizing uranus is in its weakened fall sign as it occupies taurus the sign of security and finance which which as we shared about has already caused major fluctuations in the global markets Certainly, this won't make this won't make for an easy moment in history. But the changes we see in 2021 will likely bring an awe-inspiring developments in many sectors. With Saturn and Aquarius, a great reset is undoubtedly in the stars for all of us. We expect the commercial banking sector to implode with the arrival of negative interest rates during Saturn's wintry trans- transit through Aquarius, as everyday account holders will refuse to pay banks to hold their money. Is this why Virgo billionaire investor Warren Buffett, a.k.a. the Oracle of Omaha, sold his bank stocks earlier this year and exchanged them for gold stocks? Who is the real beneficiary to this momentous changes? Um, 
the Federal Reserve, um, Central Bank may see the utility in this NIRP negative interest rate policy landscape is will as as it will allow the consolidation of power among a select group of survivor banks, eventually allowing the Federal Reserve to hold the existing notes of an entire economy, thereby making it easier to issue new financial system, one that is cashless and controlled directly by the Fed in a blockchain offering the world's non-dollar currencies collapse. Are you ready to download your Fed wallet app? With this monetary transition descending below the zero threshold into negative territory, along with yield rate control and the rise of digital currencies, the time value of money is being inverted in ways never witnessed in history. This state of negonomics, negative economics, will give rise to a virtually controlled monetary system, one where the public good of money is in rendered inaccessible from behind a crypto cryptographic veil in the mounting battle for control of the world's reserve currency likely between the dollar and the chinese yuan and bitcoin we'll have the very techno technology design of free money from state control create a techno totalitarian grip on humanity see see and i didn't even read that yet but it sounds pretty close to what I was thinking. (laughs) Anyways, this Minsky moment morality play will bring a more centralized control of the economy and the ability to tax private citizens as all consumer transactions will be observable on on the blockchain ledger. A big brother bank by any other mean, this is a harbinger of Saturn's de-democratization of our common goods and a radical expression of Saturnian self interest blended with high-tech Iranian genius. If the charter between the Fed and the government is modified, accept this scenario to play out over the ensuing years as a digital moral hazard is stepped over. Astro Style predicts that during the age of Aquarius, the next great political revolution among many will be separation of money from the state. Okay, that was it for that, for the economy 2.0. And the next one is a new relationship with hopes and dreams. That sounds a little more better. (laughs) Anyways, let's go ahead and jump into that. So, wishful thinking interrupted. Future-minded Aquarius is a sign of hopes and dreams. But how do we keep optimism alive while, while dour Saturn curbs collective enthusiasm? The answer may lie in changing our perception of time, which is clock-watching Saturn's domain. Rather than fixating on a long game, the next two years could deliver a masterclass in mindfulness and presence. Now, is it just me? I want to know, have you guys felt this? But I didn't realize until it said something, because it says, like, Saturn, uh, restrictive Saturn or whatever. uh, Or dour Saturn. Have you guys kind of noticed that people, I don't know, like people seem, how can I say this? It's like everyone's kind of like, I don't know, went into themselves like, I don't know, like just kind of sunk into themselves like introverted people, I feel like aren't really talking as much as they used to um like in public places and I don't know it's just something it's a weird energy where it's just like people are not like they used to be 
And I'm wondering, does it have something to do with that? Because I was discussing with a friend um, yesterday about this, and it just seems like, you know, like, let's say if you bump into people or, or, you know, you're kind of like in each other's way, you don't really like, like, oh, you know, sorry, or, you know, I mean, you apologize and stuff, but people don't really pay too much attention to it anymore, because I guess everyone's kind of afraid to talk to each other when in a public setting because of, you know, hashtag Rona. And it's kind of just sad, you know what I mean? Like, I was just talking about how wearing masks, yeah, it's for our safety and I get it. But I miss seeing, I miss seeing people smile. I miss seeing their face. And, you know, like, you can't even really tell when you do, like, a little joke or you're being sarcastically funny. And you can't really tell, you know, like, if the person's laughing or if they're offended because no one can see each other's face and there's only so much that you can do with your eyes, you know, like, yeah, we can smize as in what Tyra Banks says, but that's it. You still can't tell, you know, like someone's face. And I, I, I just miss that. I, I really do. And I feel like perhaps people are sinking into themselves because of it. And I don't know. I don't know that's just how I feel. But let's go ahead and um, continue. All right. When Saturn last orbited through his sign in the early 1990s, Aquarius Eckhart Tolle was planted on a park bench contemplating the nature of time, which he subsequently recorded in his first New York Times bestselling book, The Power of Now, a universal universal paean to both lords of Aquarius, Saturn, and Uranus. While Tolle's popularity has hardly waned over the past 30 years, this topic is due for a resurgence. From his perspective, as soon as you honor the present moment, all unhappiness and struggle dissolves and life begins to flow with joy and ease. I, I completely agree with that. These could be words to live by in 2021. In recent years, the Uranus and Aquarius rule technology community of Silicon Valley has embraced Stoicism, an ancient philosophy that sits in sharp contrast to an embarrassment of riches this group enjoys. CEOs slipped off to Joshua Tree for plant uh, medicine ceremonies, plunged into cold pools, fasted on liquid-only diets, or followed former American apparel marketing exec, turning stoicism girl Ryan Holiday, a Gemini, who authored books in both categories, including The Ego is the Enemy and Trust Me, I'm Lying. Um, I actually have his his book called The, the Stoic or something like that. It's quite interesting. Um, and... Um, it's kind of like a daily thing that you just read. So, I mean, I guess I would recommend it. It's by Ryan Holiday. It's called The Daily Stoic, I believe. So, yeah, if you want to get that book, it's really good. In a nod to why Saturn, it's worth mentioning that some of the wealthiest men of ancient Rome also practiced Stoicism, disabusing themselves of many bodily pleasures exactly as as our Silicon Valley overlords do today, including the second wealthiest Roman in history, author of the play, is it Media or Meta? Media, M-E-D-E-A, and chief counsel to infamous emperor Nero 2000 years ago. That was one other than the great Seneca who tragically was ordered by Nero to take his own life shortly after the great fire of 64 AD consumed Rome. Whether you care to become a modern-day Stoic like Holiday or not, self-discipline Saturn is idealistic. 
Aquarius could raise the bar on this pain and punishment as a social currency trend. And with Uranus squaring Saturn, we accept people we expect people may go to great lengths to prove their mettle. Scary schemes could gain cultish followings like the 2003 Spiritual Warrior Retreat by led by James Arthur Ray, which ended in the death of three participants in an overheated sweat lodge. For others, the Saturn time warp will initiate a profound social awakening. When Saturn toured Aquarius in 2020, the death of George Floyd sparked a worldwide reckoning over the inhumane treatment of Black citizens. In June 2020, Aquarian attempts to ease the racial disconnect included the, raising, the rising popularity of White Fragility, a 2018 book that occupied the number one spot on USA Today's bestselling book list last summer. Other books on anti-racism also soared to the top 10 sales, including So You Want to Talk About Race by Ajilmo Alu and Me and White Supremacy. <laughs> Excuse me. By Layla F. We anticipate more movement in this woke direction as Saturn directs, uh, as Saturn takes up residence in Aquarius again until March 7th, 2023. No matter what philosophies you describe to, there will be an undeniable period of time when this Aquarian mind shift between future uh, tripping and here and now presence will feel like a buzzkill. Prior to moving into Aquarius, Saturn took up a three-year lap around ambitious Capricorn, December 19, 2017 to December 17, 2020. High achievers bounded ahead of the pack, inspiring the world as super coaches, influencers, and masters of the expert industry with the TEDx talks and YouTube channels to prove it. Then along came the COVID-19 pandemic, imperiling the world's market markets and our dreams with every lockdown highlighting that none of us afflicted were experts on real viruses as our deepest cultural casualties were exposed and found to be invisible as a virus, yet located right under our proverbial noses. Of course, Saturn was an Aquarius for the initial pandemic shock, ushering in the viral devastation on a global scale, taking its preview lap through Aquarius from March 21st to July 1st, 2020. Uncertainty, fear, and safety concerns dominated our moment-to-moment thinking as the virus impacted the simplest decisions on how to thwart its rampage through our bodies and cities. The newly arrived burden of sheer survival blurred our thought process, leveling each concession to the maddening logic of the pandemic. All flights were canceled, whether flights to fancy or flights to remote locations to escape each other. Could there be any more socially impoverished conditions to to typify Saturn's oppressive oppressive effects on neighborly Aquarius. As we race to take advantage of low interest rates, grace periods, and remote work arrangements, the impending sense of doom created its own kind of depression, an emotional one. Without a bright future to dream about, we were deprived, deprived of one of the major drivers of human survival, the neurochemical dopamine. In, this, in his book, The Molecule of More, Harvard University professor Daniel Liberman writes how this single molecule not only allows you to move beyond the realm of what's at your fingertips, but also motivates you to pursue, to control, and to possess the world beyond your immediate grasp. It drives you to seek out those things far away, but fi- both physical um, things and things you cannot see, such as knowledge, love, and power. 
whether it's reaching across the table for the salt shaker, flying to the moon in a spaceship, or worshiping a god beyond space and time, this chemical gives us command over every distance, whether geographical or intellectual. With technology advancing exponentially since Saturn's last lap through Aquarius from 91 and 94, doors open to unforeseen possibilities. No wonder we're all such excitement junkies. And just to say, those of you um, who were born 91 and 94, how's that um, Aquarius Saturn return going for you so far? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> how's it going? Because mine's torn me the fuck up. Anyways, no wonder we're all such excitement junkies. Yeah, even before we had this much opportunity without within swiping range of our fingertips, humans have been on an eternal quest for inspiration. Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech given while Saturn was in Aquarius was panned the decades as a timeless call to action. So how do we find our flow in 2021? For the Gen Z crowd, this crushing moment is particularly heart-wrenching entry into adulthood. With university classes relegated to Zoom, internships canceled at the job market dwindling in many sectors, there's hardly a world of options awaiting. This generation has already inherited a climate crisis and in most countries, a monetary policy that has perpetually saddled them with colossal non-replayable national debts. It's little wonder that studies are showing an ongoing increase in opioid use among the millennial and Gen Z age groups, drugs which flood the brain's reward circuit with you, with you guessed it, dopamine. They are starved of hope and dreams, and they know it. Again, it's neurochemical signature of Saturn's abdured presence. Clearly, we need some sunshine during this long Aquarian winter, whether from safe amounts of dopamine or vitamin D3. Our bodies thirst for a surge of health. Good news. There are ways to nourish dopamine that don't require a Percocet prescription. Brain-boosting nootropics have been the latest or buzz and performance enhancements, such as such, some of which amplify dopamine production. With scientific Saturn squaring high-tech Uranus and earthy Taurus, there could be an upward trend in the natural versions of these, like the amino acid L-theanine, that's found in green tea and certain mushrooms. Speaking of mushrooms, psychonaut Uranus and earthy Taurus could bring a revolution in mental health. A time of writing Measure 109, which could legalize the use of psilocybin in therapeutic settings, garnered through enough signatures to make it out on the Oregon ballot in November 2020. Who knows? Stripping out on the therapist's couch could be the new substitute for these pandemic-foiled Aya Harusco ceremonies in Peru, calling all mycologists, legal shrooms like chaga, reishi, and ashwagandha are also making headlines for their adaptogenic um, properties. While nootropics boost brain function, adaptogens literally help us adjust to things like stress, harsh, harsh weather conditions, and noise pollution. I actually drink um, that kind of stuff. Like I usually do maca in my um, matcha tea. Um, I do, um, what is that? Oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. Um, I always do with it too. It starts with the collagen. I do collagen. I do all those kind of things. But I have heard about like actual like uh, psychotropic like mushrooms that I've heard like people having like 
legit spiritual awakenings where they're like seeing like their fucking spiritual guides and shit like that that I've like really been curious about it but because I have some health issues it's not recommended but I'm really curious about it though anyways with this with sage saturn and aquarius the sign that rules a technical mind squaring eureka seeking uranus and and taurus taking care of mental well-being will be more important than ever this year remember the ecology of the inner self is maintained in homeostatic ways no different than the green outer world let balance be your mantra for optimal health in 2021 which also includes a message from neptune ruler of rem or rem and currently transitioning its home sign of pisces Turning off your devices and sleeping on a regular schedule in a dark room is proven to protect your body's immune system and any precious existing dopamine stores. And when you're not sleeping, perhaps this is the year to start a new meditation practice. Doing breathwork and yoga, of course, embracing the power of now are all associated with rest- restorative Neptune and feeling better. And please talk to your healthcare provider if you're feeling overwhelmed or before taking any sort of supplement. There are people who care about you, we promise. Yeah, I um I completely agree with this section. I feel like mental health more than ever, you guys please take care of it, please. Because with everything going on right now, it's very easy to feel overwhelmed and scared and feeling like almost like almost like life is over. Like for for a little bit I was feeling that way, but it's once I started meditating, journaling, um affirmations mantras listening to music that had mantras in it one of my dear friends she's so amazing she's uh my one of my pisces friends uh shared her um morning um music with me and it's like all the stuff that pretty much like i've been into like a lot of mantra um songs and things that really lift your spirit and really get your mindset going and manifesting and everything, being successful, self-love, everything. It's so amazing. I love it. I'm so happy she, you know, thought of me, you know, to share this and I cannot recommend it to you guys enough to really get into this kind of stuff. Um, it, it just really will be helpful. You know, my, you know, my mental health, you know, was, was down with all the stuff that I went through and plus all, including, you know, all this stuff with the virus and pandemic and everything and people dying and being sick and everything. And I just, you know, I just needed to, you know, get myself out there and start doing action and just really taking care of my mental health. And now I feel like I just feel so good. It's no joke. I really do. And I hope you guys do the same. I was also going to therapy. Um, if you're really struggling, please go to therapy. I mean, it's, it really is beneficial to you. It taught me a lot of tools to use a lot, especially when I start to feel, you know, like anxiety, panic attacks or depression. I, you know, go to using the tools and then, you know, doing the meditation, praying, all that good stuff. You know, I use crystals, for healing and also for mental health, everything. So please don't hesitate to get help because we really do love you guys. You know, everyone does. So anyways, um, a new wave of energy is the next title. So the glyph for Aquarius is a set of two waves representing the flow of energy. Aquarius is an air sign that is represented by the water bearer. Spanning two elements is just another one of this nimble zodiac signs gifts. Time Lord Saturn and Aquarius could sound a, sound a louder alarm about the relationship between air, water, and human survival. 
As greenhouse gases trapped in the air from carbon emissions warm the earth, many climate scientists are telling us that waters are heating up, promoting animal species to migrate with the temperature changes. Glacier retreat is being documented too, allowing comparisons with earlier periods in Earth's history in an effort to determine exact causes. Although we've only had a weather satellites since 1960, other terrestrial data suggests climates are shifting with unknown storm patterns and frequent flooding in some areas and prolonged fires and droughts in others. No surprise, renewable energy is a crucial topic as we enter 2021. Our modern lives require power, solar and wind to potentially solve this crisis, but a viable green solution for producing those panels and windmills has yet to be obtained. When the Saturn-Uranus squares yield the scientific breakthroughs, we need to get into a, a net zero emissions by 2050. Uranian conversations about the Green New Deal are sure to resurface in the year ahead, while Saturn could bring funding from big businesses to support developments. Auto manufacturers are already in high-speed chase with Tesla in 2021 with a fresh fleet of electric cars, EVs, coming to market. The 2021 Mustang Mach-E bears more resemblance to the SUV than a sports car, but boasts an ability to hit speeds of 60 miles per hour faster than a Porsche 911 GTS. Want to roll through town in a Hummer? Better find a charging station. In 2021, these military-inspired vehicles, which sent out of protection of production in 2010, will be back on the market with the SUV, a pickup truck, and LeBron James as a spokesperson. Not to be outdone, Cancer Elon Musk, who shares a Zodiac sign with Nikola Tesla, has been better testing the full self-driving software on his vehicles with plans to offer a monthly subscription plan for the future in 2021. Hmm, interesting. Um, all right. So the next one is uh, UFOs, aliens, and mega constellations. Are we the new sky gods? <laughs> so... <laughs> The technical revolution occurring as a warp. I'm sorry, I'm putting something down. The technical revolution occurring as a warp speed suggests that maybe we'll skip this whole automotive thing and board a spaceship or voluntarily follow the aliens into their UFOs, like many abductees self report. When Saturn buzzed Aquarius in 62, MIT sent TV signal by satellite for the first time. Astronaut John Glenn became the first American to orbit Earth and project Apollo NASA's lunar landing program. It was being developed in Ernest Glenn called up upon mathematician Katherine Johnson, a pioneering African-American woman and the subject of the movie Hidden Figures, to hand calculate the computer-generated orbital equations that ensure the safety of his missions. In 92, Mae Jemison was the first African-American woman to go into space around the Endeavour STS-47. Similarly, Saturn squares to Father Sky Uranus have dovetailed with settlements in flight, both for airplanes and spaceships. The Saturn Uranus squares of the mid 70s were particularly active. In 75, the US and Soviet Union and their first joint space mission, NASA, unrevealed the first space shuttle enterprise. In 76, that same year, the Viking 1 had its first successful transmission. Uh, mission to Mars. While this, the high-speed Concorde hosted its first commercial flight, fun factoid, Chiron, a small comet-like solar system body known as a Cenotar that orbits between Saturn and Uranus, was discovered in 77, while the two planets were assembled in the dynamic breakdance. In recent years, Amazon and SpaceX have launched mega-constellations of 
satellites into orbit. While these fleets provide much needed broadband internet to the weird masses, wired masses, oh my gosh, they're creating disruptions for astronomers. Since satellites can reflect sunlight, they appear as bright streaks when viewed on photographed through a telescope, mimicking the appearance of stars, potentially confounding our view and understanding of the constellations and the zodiac itself. In the coming years, tens of thousands of these satellite stacks are expected to be photobombing the sky, impacting cosmic observations from Earth. The fiercest space race of 2021 could take place between Capricorn, Jeff Bezos, and Cancer, Elon Musk, or scientists versus the oligarchs. Oh, great. That is, if the aliens don't get on the on this Aquarian Uranian party first, will the Pentagon release more videos of UFOs in 2021? Like the astounding TikTok UFO image by the U.S. Navy fighter jets radar camera. Interest on the topic is bound to rise under the cosmic, under the year's cosmic influence esteemed. Ufologists like Jaques, Ballet, and been advancing the interdimensional hypothesis. For decades, an idea that some UFOs could actually be visitations from coexisting dimensions are more shocking. These UFOs are ourselves, humanity returning from a future time as ETs confirming our latent intuitions that we, in fact, are the Promethean sky gods with clock ruling Saturn, a a fascination with time travel and time dilation could emerge. In recent years, simulation theory as contemporary ideas with ancient roots extending back to Greek philosophy, Plato, and the 4th century BCE has been gaining interest as our computational powers have increased. Sometimes called matrix theory, its various interactions or iterations proposed that the universe and all of the reality within it, including humans, are expressions of a vast digital construct loosely. Akin to advanced computer program that allows the laws of nature, including re- evolution, and on the biological creatures, and and animating it to unfold. As of 2020, the cognitive scientist Donald D. Hoffman has expanded upon his al- alternate alternative view of human consciousness, spe- speculating that we don't know the actual truth of our cosmic conditions since it's not in our best evolutionary interest to do so. He says that we are eliminated by our human perceptions, casting doubt on whether the, our theories of space, time, and quantum mechanics can ever grant us a total understanding of the cosmos. His ontological pessimism poses that we're biological interfaces at the behest of selective pressures in which to support our genetic fitness to propagate the, spe- the species. You guys, I'm struggling here. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, I, I do believe in aliens. I, I think there's no way that we could just be the only people out here. Um, so that's just my, my thing, but we're hopefully almost done. Cause I'm, I'm really struggling with this guys. It's, um, <clears throat> it just starts to get kind of dull after a while. And because it's based on predictions, I don't really have much to add to that. So I'm sorry if this is boring you, but I'm sure a lot of you want to know about the highlights and what to look for. So, um, yeah, I'll, I think we're almost done, but I'll go ahead and continue to read. 
All right, big brother is pixeling you is the next one. Complex technology often becomes accessible to the masses when business-minded Saturn gets a dynamic desktop with technocrat Uranus every 14 years. Both Microsoft and Apple formed during the Saturn-Uranus squares of the mid-70s, making home computing a groundbreaking reality. Currently, the Internet of Things, IO2, is revolutionizing the ways we use technology as thumb-sized computers with tiny sensors are being programmed to make our devices smart and our homes totally automated. We don't need Rosie, the robot, to push any on slash off buttons for us, but Alexa, where did I leave my mask? <laughs> Quantum computing is also revolution, re- revolutionizing digital co- capabilities. In October 2019, Google announced that it had achieved quantum supremacy with its qubit technology, bounding beyond the binary zero or one uh, coding model of classic computing. The qubit has the ability to exist in both states of zero and one simultaneously. The qubit allows computers to handle vastly higher operational speeds while consuming far less energy. And this technology is poised to revolutionize the industry in years ahead. The drawback, quantum computing puts a risk. Present-day encryption, the computational hard reality will demand that a new processing arms race will ensue as superpowers and leading companies attempt to protect themselves from the onslaught of quantum computing hackers in a race of global dominance. As we step in 2021, Google is embroiled in a major antitrust lawsuit battling claims by the U.S. Department of Justice that it has maintained a monopoly and impeded the growth of other search engines during the Saturn Uranus squares in 99-2000. Microsoft, who owns rival Bing, was embroiled in its own trust-busting case. After being ruled a monopoly, the DOJ ordered the company to split into two entities. Bill Gates appealed the case and won after agreeing to share computing interfaces with other companies. How much power are we handing over to the tech lords of our times? Thanks to the pandemic, most people can't work or go to school without a Wi-Fi connection, uh, which which in turn elevates anyone who controls our internet into dangerously empowered deities. While Saturn briefly toured Aquarius last year, Human Rights Watch issued a warning about government-imposed internet blackouts as countries including Ethiopia, Myanmar, Bangladesh shut down online access to citizens. HRW alerted to the world to the grave impact of limiting access to health information during the pandemic. With disruptive Uranus in its zodiac sign since 2018, Taurus Mark Zuckerberg has become something of Silicon Valley villain as people delete their Facebook accounts to protest the company's policies, yet the human need to tend and befriend during a stressful times and prevented a mass exodus from his Facebook and Instagram apps. While we scroll through an envy-inducing TBT post from the days where we could group hug or dance at a festival, we ignore the knowledge that our behaviors are being tracked, our profiles pixeled by ad servers, and our privacy sacrifice at the cost of admission. Somehow it seems harder to step away from the social machine than to rebuild what has become for many of us the ultimate contact database. <clears throat> and let's be honest, for many, social media has become sanity-saving lifeline. It's a place for car- catharatic hashtag wine times confessions, uh, resonant respite, respite from the uncertain 
modern world as new outlets become increasingly biased we log into these apps to share real-time videos of real world events many of which are brutal shocking and revelatory conversely it's also home to much of the fake news and doctored memes that have spawned legions of misinformed citizens marching into the new year saturn and aquarius may bring stricter regulations on how individual data is protected and shared across platforms during this brief cycle last year seattle imposed its controversial jumpstart payroll tax. This directly impacted Amazon, which had flexed its power to avoid such expenses in recent years. But with many small businesses relying on Facebook ads to boost sales and Amazon.com as a virtual storefront for products, not to mention a safer way to acquire goods during the pandemic, there's no easy solution. Okay. Um. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm still here. So, balancing technology and biology. Artificial intelligence, augmented reality, virtual reality, or virtual everything, while Saturn's in tech savvy Aquarius. Until March 7th, 2023, the geeks, not the meek, shall inherit the Earth. In fact, the World Wide Web came to life during the prior Saturn and Aquarius cycle on April 30th, 93. The WW source code was released by CERN, making the software free and available to anyone. A year before that, in 92, Futurist and Aquarius, Ray Kerwill's book, the, the Age of Intelligent Machines, essentially forecasted the world popularity of the net as we know it. So I'm probably going to have to end here, guys, because the episode is just going to be so, it's going to be long. And I have things to do, so I will guess I have to do a part three um, with this. I did not realize it was just going to be that long. Um, so, yeah, I will finish the rest. I think we have a few more pages. And, um, yeah, it will just be a small, short um part three and um i will get that out to you guys as soon as possible but i hope you guys stay safe take care love you guys dearly um i will see you later or talk to you later